welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. For those joining us uh, for the first time, welcome. And for those of you who are regulars, we appreciate you supporting this podcast. We do really uh, appreciate that. Our goal with Positively West Virginia is to encourage our listeners with these inspirational business stories. There are many positive things happening in West Virginia business that most people just don't hear about. And we're trying to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great career and business opportunities. They're right here in our state. All of our guests are people who are absolutely getting it done in business in West Virginia, and I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences and their stories. This week, we've got a fascinating interview lined up. We're going to talk with Benji Simpson and his company. We're going to learn about Bridge Walk. Benji, are you ready to get down to business? Yes, Jim. All right, Benji. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast to share your story this week. I've heard a lot about Bridgewalk, and uh, I'm really looking forward to spending some time with you uh, today. Benji Simpson is the managing member for Bridgewalk LLC. Uh, They're located in Lansing, West Virginia. Of course, that's in Fayette County. Bridgewalk is a -a one-of-a-kind bridge walk where you walk across the catwalk under the world-famous New River Gorge Bridge on a panoramic three-hour adventure. It sounds awesome and a little scary. We're going to learn more about that. Bridgewalk was founded in 2009 as a cooperative effort between the National Park Service, the West Virginia Division of Highways, and the partners that make up Bridgewalk LLC. Benji Simpson also serves as the annual Bridge Day Repel Coordinator for the past 28 years. He has a BS in Recreation and Park Administration from NC State University. Uh, Benji also has a master's degree in physical education and outdoor education with a minor in education from Appalachian State University. So he is a mountaineer, right? Uh, He came to West Virginia in 1982, where he started his whitewater rafting company, Passages to Adventure. I invited Benji on the show today to talk about his company, to share his story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into his business in West Virginia. Benji, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Well, once again, I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you today. Yes, sir. First of all, let me say I came to West Virginia in 1976. I spent a lot of time over at Seneca Rocks. Mm. I, I was a rock climber. I was fascinated with the scenery there and, of course, the opportunity to climb. Mm. And I just every six weeks, I would be down leading groups of young people up and down the rocks. And the people, the scenery, the place, it was just out of this world. Mm. I told people then that, hey, I'm going to own a business in West Virginia one day. And then eventually I bought a rafting company from John Dragon and started my rafting company. Awesome. Then in 2007, I was approached about doing something on the catwalk underneath the bridge. Mm. And we started that. Like I say, in 2007, 
and it took us three and a half years to get it accomplished. Mm. But today we have Bridgewalk. There are five partners with me in it. And if I may, I'd like to share with you who they are. Sure. Uh, Ernie Kincaid, who is one of the owners with Ace of, of Ace Whitewater. Jerry Cook, who also owns Ace Whitewater. And then we have Bruce Vest, who is an accountant in the state. And then we have Adventures on the Gorge. And then we also have my son, who is Benji Simpson III. We came together to come up with the idea, raise the money, or actually contribute the money. Let me just point it out initially. Mm -hmm. Everybody put money in just to make it go. And then we started developing the idea and going forward. We, up, we did our first trip on September 26, 2010. Mm. And before then, if I may share with your listeners, you know, it was an ongoing process of meeting with different people and getting their approval to go forward. I would go over to meetings in Charleston. There would be mm. 30 people in the room as many organizations, and each of them had their concern about what was happening. Mm. In fact, to bring that into proper view, if you will, a few weeks ago, one of my guides came back and said, you know, I had a mother and daughter on the trip today, and one time when we were just walking, she bent over and whispered in her daughter's ear and said, do you realize how fortunate we are to be where we are today? Mm. And it, it, you know, when she came back, my, my staff member was Debbie. She said, can you believe that? Mm. I mean, and it is, I mean, you know, to get this done, it took a lot of long hours. <laughs> I and, can only imagine. And, and fighting with everybody mm. and, Something that I'm sure you've discussed with many other people. How often do you hear no? Mm. And we kept hearing no, no, no. But anyway, we went ahead and did it. Mm. And I am glad of what we have accomplished today. You know, we have been in business a little bit over nine years. Mm. We have had just under 60,000 guests and staff to walk on the catwalk underneath the New River Gorge Bridge. Wow. And we have done that without any accident or incident. Hmm. And it's, it's a testimony to our staff that they're always looking after our guests. Hmm. Our, guests our guests have ranged in age from eight years old to 95. Wow. We That's take impressive. people. No, no, I'm really proud of that, Jim. It's Mm. just, you know, Mm. to deal with people who are elderly or young people, Mm. whatever, to hold their attention. Mm. Like we do a lot of school trips Mm -hmm. and the teachers will come up afterwards and say to me, you know, you know, you have something when you stop and turn to talk, everybody shuts up. Why don't they do that in a classroom? I said, hey, I've been in the classroom. They don't. But, you know, when they're out there looking, you know, when you get to the middle of the bridge on our tours, you're 851 feet above the river. Wow. It is a natural high. 
Now, let me be honest with you. We have had 212 people not to complete the walk. Mm-hmm. And that is not a negative to me, Jim. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that, you know, I've dealt with heights all my life, climbing, jumping out of airplanes when I was in the Army, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people are scared of heights. Oh, They're yeah. scared of the darkness. They're scared of tight places. Mm-hmm. You know, I keep telling people, don't beat yourself up. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to go out there and work your way across the bridge, we'll slow the tours down, go with them one-on-one or what to get them across. But I tell people, hey, if heights are not your thing, Hmm. don't worry about it. Just live your life and accomplish as much as you can. Well, Benji, that that is, uh, it's inspiring just to hear that, that, uh, that little story that you talked about, you know, with these with these teachers and, you know, just capturing their attention and, and the age groups. I mean, this is fascinating. Tell us your 30-second pitch for bridge, bridge Walk. In other words, what is it you tell people Bridge Walk is? Bridge Walk is a walk on one of the highest, longest bridges in the world. Mm-hmm. You will walk on a two-foot catwalk. And you will be 851 feet above the river when you get to the middle. You will have a 360-degree panoramic view. And you will take 50 to 100 photographs while you're out walking with us. Wow, that's 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 great. It sounds like you've done that thirty second pitch before. Now, so the 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 tour itself, uh, I just I described it as a three hour tour. Is that is that how long it takes to do the tour, Jim? From the time you arrive on the property, and we are right across from the National Park Service yeah. uh, Visitor Center, mm-hmm. and to the time until the time you leave, you're going to be there about three hours. Okay, the tours good. vary. Yeah. You know, we do tours year-round. The only time we're not open is Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day. Okay. But other than that, we go out whenever we can, whenever we have people who want to go out. We would even do a tour for just you if you showed up by yourself. Wow. You know, okay. we, we, we use this as an opportunity to share what well, West Virginia to me is the one one it's the number one attraction in the state. Mm. People have come and visited us from sixty eight countries. Mm. I've had people call me saying, "Hey, I'm in Germany. I'm coming to the states this summer. I want to see the bridge." And I say, "Well, that's fine, but where are you going?" Well, we're flying into New York, and I said, "Well, not to turn you off, but New York it takes me ten to twelve hours to drive it." They said, you don't understand. We're coming for a two-week vacation. We're coming to New York, and then Mm -hmm. we're going where we want to go. And I've heard about this bridge all my life, and I want to see it. Mm. And I said, okay, when you come this summer, please look me up. Mm. And you know what, Jim? They did. That's awesome. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, so we, you know, obviously, tourism is an extremely important sector of. The economy for West Virginia, and and like I said, you're you know Fayetteville is right in the thick of that, and Bridgewalk is obviously right in the center of of all of that, right? So, what a unique experience to have the opportunity to be able to walk across this magnificent structure. I the the one th- thing that popped into my uh, into my brain as you were talking about, you know, sixty thousand 
plus people going across that since you guys started this. I wonder if the engineers who designed and built that bridge ever envisioned, you know, a tourism company, you know, bringing groups of people on this captivating adventure tour. Well, you know, that's an interesting uh, experience or interesting point you brought up, Jim. And the reason I say that is when the Park Service did their 19, I think it was 77, somewhere around, uh, plan for the area, Mm -hmm. they mentioned in there that the NPS needs to talk with the Department of Highways to see about maybe doing guiding tours on the catwalk underneath. Oh, okay. And, yeah. you know, then it just died. Now, as okay. I'm sure many of your listeners know, uh, you can go to Sydney and walk across off a Harbor Bridge. But, you know, we are underneath it. Mm. And, you know, it's not quite as high out there. It's, it's unique, and I wish I could go, Jim, mm-hmm. but I probably will never make it. Mm-hmm. But ours is you're underneath it. You walk along, it's a longer walk. Uh, we have less restrictions than they do. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons is I kept fighting with highways and everyone else who tried to fight with me about some of the things they were doing. And, you know, for example, one of the things that they may have changed, but for the longest time, you weren't allowed to take cameras out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, with us, I fought from day one. And it was a fight because everybody was concerned about people seeing the bridge up close and personal and taking pictures and all of that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people literally get out there. I had a family of four take 235 photos one wow. day. Wow. And it's just and we take photos of them so that yeah, sure. they when they go home, they have their camera, they have it. Yep. But, you know. The Park Service came up with it, and then the idea was introduced in the 1990s. A guy had a contract, and he was trying to pull it off, but Mm. unfortunately, he wasn't able to. And then it was put out on bid, and we bid on it, and we were fortunate enough to get it. Wow. So, so Benji, talk a little bit about the the safety aspect. In other words, I I imagine that you're you're not just sending folks out there to walk across this bridge. Is there safety gear and what kind of precautions do you uh, take to to ensure the safety of your guests? Okay. Our guests are outfitted in a harness, regular climbing harness. Uh, It's a waist harness. It's not a total body harness. It's a waist harness. And then we attach a lanyard to them. And then we put on a trans fastener. Now, what we did is we had installed, and it took a long time researching it out and finding what we wanted. But we have the longest continuous safety system in the world. Hmm. By, By that, Usually people who have done rope courses, zip lines, you know, sometimes you'll have two lanyards, two carabiners. You clip in one, you unclip, you clip in, and you do it that way. Mm -hmm. What I wanted when we were designing this is I wanted to just go from point A to point B. The bridge, the catwalk is 3,030 feet and six inches, six-tenths of a mile. Once you clip into our system, you cannot get out till the other end, 
and it travels with you and you never have to mess with it. Wow. Or by mess with it, I mean unclip, do this, sure, do that. Sure. Yep. And just so that you you dealing with all the entrepreneurship that you do, that little transfaster that we had to purchase was made in East Germany and it cost nine hundred and twenty five dollars each. Wow. And but anyway, people get in, they move along, they walk, they cannot fall. The catwalk has rails on either side. People can put their hands on, walk along. And, you know, theoretically, if you were to fall, you'd just be right beside the catwalk. And no, mm. but nothing like that can happen or has happened. Mm. Benji, what what would you say is the thing you're most excited about for Bridgewalk, your company right now? Well, the possibility of growth. You know, we started very slowly. You know, we thought, everybody thought there would be big, big numbers, people just coming. And we we did not, that, that did not happen. Uh, obviously, my partners wish that we would make more and more money, but that's the part of being in business. But we did a slow, sustained growth testing the market, testing what we did. For example, when we started, we were going to have kids 12 and older go. And as I said, we have had up to 95. We've had people in wheelchairs. Hmm. We've had blind people. We've had deaf people. Hmm. But what happened was as we've gone along, we have cut that to eight years old. And occasionally we'll get a, we, we have a minimum height of 48 inches. Mm -hmm. And then weight is not a problem. We've had Pittsburgh Steelers football players come down who have to turn sideways to walk on the catwalk. No kidding. But, but it's the weight is not a problem. The only real problem is our guests need to fit into our 52-inch harness. Mm -hmm. If they can get in that, they can go. Yep. But then you, you you go along that long safety system and you're clipped in the whole way, nothing can happen to you. Mm, that's awesome. Benji, what, how many years now then have you been a business owner in West Virginia? I purchased a whitewater rafting company from John Dragon in 1982. 1982, I, okay. I, and when I purchased it, I moved down so I could try to make the company go. Yeah. And so I have uh, been in West Virginia since 82. Uh, awesome. Still live here, still play on the bridge, and probably will be until my time is up. I love it. What, what would you say is the best thing about being in business in West Virginia? the people uh once again i want to put out a call to your audience we want west virginia people to come see their bridge mm -hmm. too many we get a lot of coal miners people i'm in my 70s people older than me who say i got to see this bridge in mm -hmm. fact if i may share a quick story uh a guy called me uh, one winter and said, I want to do this bridge walk. Tell me about it. And I told him about it. And he says, well, I'll think about it. Anyway, that was in the winter. And he called four more times that year. 
And then in April, he called. He says, I'm the guy that's been calling. I said, yeah, I recognize the voice. What can I, <laughs> what can we talk about today since you aren't here? And he says, I'm coming. My wife and I are coming. And I said, well, good, good. I'm glad you are. And then he says, uh, I'll be down. We, we set a date, Jim. Anyway, he got here, and we sent him out. Uh, and I took of one of our a guy who's been with me a long time, Doug Coleman. I said, Doug, he's an old coal miner. Make sure you emphasize all the coal mines that you can see from the bridge. And by see from the bridge, Jim, there are seven coal mines that used to be mm. active. And these were the type that were only two to four feet tall that people crawled back in their miles. Wow. Yeah. So I said, Doug, go over a little bit of the history with him so he can appreciate it. Well, anyway, when they got back off, he came up and he uh, shook my hand and he says, you know, I kept thinking $69 plus tax, it, it can't be worth this. And he says, I got my money's worth. Wow. And he says, I cannot believe this bridge, what people did to build it, how mm. it was built. Because we go into all of oh, that. Sure, yeah. But I, I talked to Doug and Doug was, says, you know, we got out about a quarter of a way. And the guy stopped him and he said, wait a minute, wait a minute. And Doug said, what's wrong? You're not scared of heights. And he says, no, no, no. He says, I got to say something. He says, all the time that I talked to that guy this winter, I kept running the dollar figure through my head. You know, people pay different things, Jim, as you well know, to play. Sure. But And $69 is a lot of money, and particularly if, if it's tight. But anyway, he says, he says, I don't know where we are, but let me tell you right here, I've got my money's worth. <laughs> then Doug looked at him. He says, well, good for you. And he looked at his wife and him and he says, well, let me tell you, we're not even a quarter of a way. And he <laughs> said, well, I'm going to get more than my money's worth. <laughs> and, That's you know, it's, it, it, it is. Yeah. But uh, I, I won't your audience to come see us. Yeah. You know, if they say, Hey, I don't have $69 on West Virginia day, Jim, we do a $19 trip for West Virginia people. Awesome. You know, we do specials throughout the year. I want people to see why they should be proud of this state and this bridge and what we have that no one else has. Mm Mm-hmm. That's powerful, Benji. I want to take a, a quick second just to mention our incredible sponsors we have for Positively West Virginia, and they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these companies that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today, once again, is Benji Simpson. He is with Bridgewalk. He's one of the managing members. They're the managing member. They're based out of Lansing, West Virginia, right there in Fayette County. Benji, let's get back into it. What's the vision you have long-term for your company? Well, we're continuing to make the uh, tour experience advance or evolve, maybe a better word. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, some people are on tight restrictions in terms of travel time. Uh, Some people are scared of heights and need to do a quick trip, so to speak. Uh, you know, I mentioned about the age thing. I kept playing with that. We started with 12. I worked it down to eight. 
you know, trying to find that right age when you can't or, or not scaring kids to death because we don't want to do that. We want to have them come out, experience it and appreciate it and, and, and learn to deal with the heights. But, you know, we want to build the fellowship, so to speak. Mm-hmm. What a lot of people, and including my partners, didn't understand, we start with a new customer base each year. Mm-hmm. Do we get repeat visitors? Yes. In fact, we sell an annual pass, mm. which is next to nothing, and people can come as many times in a year as they want. As long as we have a tour out, they can go. No additional cost. We had one person one year to use it seven times. Mm. You know, as you can appreciate, you know, when, you, when you're down in West Virginia looking out on the New River Gorge, the scenery changes every season. And you can come out, see the leaves, see the snow, see the high water, watch the rafts in the summertime. It's just an opportunity to, to get out and kind of get to a place where, as I said earlier, it's 360 degrees panoramic. Mm. You can let time pass you by. Yeah, You know, we get people to sit on that catwalk and they're scared to death going down. And afterwards you think, I'd say, how high above the river are you? And they say, 851 feet. Do you ever think you would do this? They say, no, no. I'm... And I said, well, just don't drop those shoes. But exactly. the shoes are tight. Exactly. But anyway, That's uh, we, we want to expand it. We want to have more and more people come. You know, obviously, I, I, I want to be so busy each day that we have to double our, our guide force. Mm-hmm. And But we, we still want to offer that personal tour it's what they want to get out of it you know the script that i drew up excuse me to give to our guides to train is 67 pages long Mm. and i told them i said don't memorize this learn it Mm. and when somebody comes out like the gentleman who was coal mine background deal more with the coal yeah if somebody comes out they're more yeah, right. Yeah. Customize it. If more people are into the river, hmm. deal with the river. Yeah. If they're into engineering, like each year we have Virginia Tech, University of Pittsburgh, West Virginia, all of these engineering classes to come down. Hmm. And, and you know, a lot of times, Jim, when I'm doing those tours, I'll get out there and I'll say, okay, guys, you're the smart ones. What tool was used to build this bridge? And do you know that they can't tell me they have to really ponder it and start guessing? Mm. And do you, do you know what tool was used to build the bridge, Jim? I do not. Okay. It was a slide rule. Uh-huh. Did yeah. you ever? Of did, course, you yeah. know, I, I, and mm-hmm. I kept thinking back when I had a slide rule, wow. I never could get it to work right anyway. <laughs> and these guys were who were building the bridge, wow. came back in, were doing calculations each day, mm. and everything was backed up by using that slide rule. Yeah. And it's just it's amazing how times have changed, but this bridge is unique. We in West Virginia should all be proud of mm. it, and everybody in the world who gets a chance should walk on it. Absolutely. Benji, let me ask you, kind of shifting gears a little bit here, you've been in in business uh, in West Virginia since the early 80s. What's one piece of advice you would give to young business owners, maybe thinking just thinking about starting a company, maybe they have this entrepreneurial spirit, they're here in West Virginia. What's one piece of advice you would give them? 
Keep trying. Simple as that. Keep, well, keep too, too often uh, to bring up a word that we hear a lot is no. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I, I tend to look at the word no differently. Mm-hmm. No doesn't mean don't ever do it. No doesn't mean you can't do it. No means that something's wrong with your current state, if you will. Mm-hmm. What you've written, how you've drawn it up, the way you've got it split up, whatever. So use no as a motivator and go a different direction yeah. and keep Keep moving forward. Love it. That's great advice. What's one thing you do, Benji, every day that you think contributes to your success? I show up. I love it. That's 90%. Well, it is, but, you know, some days it's cold. Uh, We don't do a tour. Some days you don't feel good, but, you know, I'll show up and do something. Yeah, and I just think if you're not there, you're missing opportunities. Yep, it's it's been said, you know, ninety percent of of being successful in anything is just showing up, and you know, if you you add another five percent if you if you show up on time, you know. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Now, right? <laughs> I mean, well, I'm sorry you said that because time and me uh, tend to get lost. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Benji, I just want to ask, you know, obviously you're a, you're a smart guy. You've had, uh, you got a master's degree and been to college and, and everything like that. A lot of, a lot of people, especially young people that we're trying to reach with this show, uh, I always try to give them something to, uh, to, to, you know, like almost a homework assignment. What's one book you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs out there that might be listening? Well, you know, I I saw that question, and I've been spending a lot of time. I've asked my wife and son, and uh, you know, I don't have. I love to read. Yeah. I mean, I, I I when I was a kid, like one year in elementary school, I I won the book contest because I read fifty seven books that year. Wow. I you know I grab it, I read. I have my favorite type. But if there's one thing I would suggest uh, to your young entrepreneurs, if you would, is that they need to read everything they can get their hands on. And that's what my family said to me. I'm always buying books, buying magazines, reading whatever. You know, I go out, collect brochures. Uh, about tourist op- operations, mm. I read constantly trying to expand my brain and, mm. you know, and, and use some of the resources and the ideas that other people have done. But if, if there's one, you know, one magazine I would suggest is Success Magazine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if you've read that, you know it has a lot of things, and they're always promoting so, so-and-so's book and all mm, that. Yep. And I bought a couple of them. Now, I will tell you that when I was a 12-year-old growing up kid, my mother enrolled me in Dale Carnegie, and I took – all of the speaking courses and learn how to speak in front of groups, audiences, and all That's that. And at 12 course, years old? At 12 years old, oh, I was goodness. in a class with 30 adults. <laughs> That's and great. every time, you know, they'd uh. give an assignment and they'd say, what's he going to talk about next week? <laughs> That's but, incredible. But, 
Well, but, it's paid you know, off. You're very well spoken. So, I, well, I, hats off thank to, you, your, but, to your mom. Yeah, no, it was good for her to do that for me. That's so cool. That's so cool. Benji, uh, you know, I've enjoyed our time here uh, today t- talking about uh, Bridgewalk, and it's been uh, a- an honor just to get to know you a little bit. And, you know, you've, you've got a, a lot of experience in business here in West Virginia. You've got a lot of experience in a very important sector, which is tourism. Uh, d- is there anything about Bridgewalk or anything like th- that we hadn't covered that you'd like to let our folks know about? Well, yes, Jim, if I may. Yes, I want to put out a call out. Uh, I, I have type 2 diabetes, and like many people, I have to monitor daily, take mm-hmm. medicine. Mm-hmm. I'm always, and I should not say I, we, my partners and I in Bridgewater, are always looking for ways to help others in need. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, if you know of someone uh, who's sick, uh, like, for example, uh, this past Bridge Day, uh, we dropped uh, a former raft guide off our high line that we set up on Bridge Day in a wheelchair. Hmm. We have taken blind people, deaf people on the bridge. Hmm. We want to reach out to everyone. And if they can't afford it, that's fine. We will look after it. We will make them ha- make it happen so they can experience what we want them experience, and by that, mm. a walk underneath the bridge. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool, and I appreciate you uh, you sharing that as well, and really appreciate what you guys are doing uh, to really uh, provide an adventure experience to uh, not only West Virginians but out of state tourists, out of out of out of the country tourists that are coming in and want to experience something truly unique. The ability to be a, more than eight hundred and fifty feet above uh, the uh, the river there and uh, see the New River Gorge in a way that only a few people can, you know, 60-some thousand have seen, right? So that's pretty amazing. And so uh, I, I just want to encourage you, Benji, to, uh, to keep up the great work that you're doing there, and it's been an honor to have you on the podcast today. Jim, thank you for letting me be here. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Well, folks, that is a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Benji Simpson and his company Bridgewalk in Lansing, West Virginia. Our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, positivelywv.com. Of course, we appreciate the comments, the encouragement, and uh, you know, just uh, sharing these stories on your social media channels as well. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, Until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.